Welcome to the Geek Beacon, where we got that geeking you be seeking. I'm Recliner Rider. I'm Lenny, and today we have a guest back gracing us with his president, president's <laughs> presence. <laughs> Yo, back again, gracing you guys with my precedents and presidents <laughs> and presents. It's your boy D-Town, a.k.a. Hip-Hop and Anime Vibes, a.k.a. Tuxedo Blast. A.K.A. My Negro Black and Flaming Ya, A.K.A. Pusha T. Chala, A.K.A. Eric Trillmonger, A.K.A. The Kush Master, The Rock and Roll. Hey now, so today we are going to be talking about a little bit of a racy issue. <laughs> Get it? Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to be talking about colorism and black representation in you know various forms of media and um a whole bunch of social issues and shit we're gonna get a little bit more heavy than normal because it's heavy on my heart and so yeah if you want to hear more about that stay tuned going on all over the media about specifically about in social media about various uh influencers being colorists like so black youtube there's a bunch of colorists there there's been like issues with it about celebrities and shit like that as well as um in television like so Specifically, what brought this topic to mind is, I think Cutie Pie Sensei was addressing the issue of Starfire in the new Teen Titans show. And Jazz the Bat is who I initially saw it from. She had done a response to this um, because a lot of people were coming out inspired by Cutie Pie Sensei to show that, hey, black girls got this shit too, but most of them were light-skinned. And Jazz the Bat was essentially saying, yeah, that's all good and fine, I get it, but the issue, one of the issues here, it's not only because she's black, it's because she's black and dark-skinned. And people are calling this woman all kinds of crazy shit, being hella disrespectful. I believe that she deleted her Instagram at one point and then restarted again. Uh, what's her name? Anna, D- Anna Diop? Yes. Um, and so all of these shenanigans surrounding um, her, people calling her ugly, people upset because she's playing their beloved Starfire, and the T is, like, she's a cute-ass girl, and the costume design and makeup and hair was the fucked-up issue. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I, I agree with you 100% there. I think there's some displacement of, of blame when it comes to this role, but before we even get to that, like, let's address the elephant in the room, right? Now, I know I'm an anime guy, but I know this much. (laughs) Starfire is an orange 
alien from help me out here guys Ted Tamarania? Tamarania. Tamarania? There you go. Yeah, so she's oh, she's orange, you know what I mean? And so when we start to talk, when we see like the what I want to call quote unquote blacklash for darkening a character mm-hmm. uh, from the community of fanboys that are really attached to Marvel and, uh, no, I'm sorry, is that DC? DC. Yeah, DC. DC, help me out here. DC. But the blacklash is, is the same. You know, when we lighten characters, when they lighten characters, mm-hmm. there's not really anything to be said. You know, when we call it out, they're like, oh, get over it, et cetera, et cetera. But when we darken a character, now it's a problem. Um, but I agree with Lenny. I, when I seen the photos, I was like, okay, this doesn't, this doesn't look like it's going to be promising. But not because <laughs> Well, and it's... I, 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 want, I want to say this, like, all it was a still shot, right? They were on set, so it wasn't the most flattering view of mm-hmm. any of the actors because they put all three of them together. I think it was Raven, Beast Boy, and Anna as Starfire. Right. But it looked like, it. it I didn't say this looks bad because she was a dark-skinned girl. It was, the costume was, it didn't feel like there was a lot of effort and thought and love or passion. She looked terrible. She looked like a 90s streetwalker. Mm. She had on a fucking nasty ass, looked like it been setting up in somebody's basement for, like, it was really bad, guys. And it was a bad photo of her. And her hair was trash. I mean, it, it was terrible. So, but then you look at, you know, her on the internet her other shit she's a really pretty girl you know Mm -hmm. and i just feel like it's not just because she is black i do feel like it's because she's dark-skinned because i think that just historically it's never cool to be dark-skinned a dark-skinned female specifically well uh as far as the costuming is concerned, it's it's, it's horrible. Uh, it is. Uh, I honestly, I went on uh, Instagram and I went on like uh, researched this and I saw the costumes up close because they've been to conventions and they show like you know how they do. They have like mm-hmm. oh look at our costumes yeah. on our new show. They had so, them on display. Yeah, so I look at the costumes and I see all these costumes. Of course, Robin's being the best, uh, but hers is like really horrible (laughs) and i'm saying this because she's a princess man she's a princess she's an alien princess from another planet and you can't think of an any more interesting way for her to look better like you couldn't think of a cool exotic or out of this world outfit for her they were trying to make her look eccentric no, oh, okay. no, that that, that should. Like, that a, is what they were trying to do. I feel she's she, she's an alien princess, an alien princess. Like, See, I, I, I'm gonna jump in here because I, I get I, I know where you're going. I'm right there with you. She's royalty, right? Yes. Let's let's get back to the costuming, right? Somebody is to blame for this, and I didn't look up who designed the costume or who's responsible, but when it comes to and I'm just going to go there. When it comes to black women, right, they're, they have a different body type. They're a lot more curvy than 
then uh, you have to develop clothes and things like that specifically for them. So when you look at shit like Black Panther and how the costuming was done in Black Panther, I believe it was done by a black designer. It was, right? yes. That understood how the uh, black women's bodies were, and I don't... I, I, Black women's bodies are built, right? And right. again, I don't want to make it sound like, you know, black women are property or black women are structures and stuff like that, but let's call it ace of ace and a spade of spade. <laughs> you can't just develop, I, and I feel like this is what happened. I feel like they developed a costume that may have went well with someone of Caucasian or European or Yakubian descent and just threw it onto this black girl and said, hi, here you go, little girl, go, go do your thing. Like, they... I just feel like there should have been a lot more time, passion, and effort put into the costuming and how this was put together. It's clearly not there. I agree with that. I just feel like I looked at all the other actors' costumes, and none of them are particularly great, but hers specifically stands out as terrible. And I just wonder why was that not, like... So this whole production squad was like, yeah, this is the move. This is this is what we're going to do. This is cool. This is where we're at. Like, you know how they say uh, the whole H&M situation is not relevant because uh, in Europe where this ad was uh, racism and you know, black people being called monkeys and shit like that is not really a thing. Mm-hmm. But on a grand scale of things, they're a big company and someone somewhere should have been like, ah, this might cause some issues with publicity. There has to be checks and balances and you have to have people who are going to be willing to address things. And I feel like uh, she was probably just happy to have like, a role like she's not like an extremely well-known actress or nothing like that but yeah. even in that picture she looked like what the fuck is going on here <laughs> like yeah, she looks I mean, so displeased i mean even and, and to build on your point right because i mean you could tell me like yo do you want to play robin and i'm like fuck yeah i'll play robin i don't give a fuck if, he, if he's black i'll be the first black robin assign me the fuck up right and, uh, you know, I need the check. Not saying that she needs the check, but backtracking to what you just said, there should be someone in place to say, hey, guys, this looks a little fucked up. Right. And when we talk about <laughs> inclusion, we don't need we're not talking about just inclusion on camera. There needs to be inclusion off camera. Right. Because and I'm not saying you need a fellow Negro whisperer on staff, <laughs> but if you have a diverse staff in general, yeah, somebody that's reliable, that knows the business, knows the industry, knows the culture and isn't afraid to speak up to say, hey, we need to go back and we need to revisit this. We need to go back and revise this, because when it comes to a finished product, we want to make sure we're presenting the best product right now. And we have some areas of opportunity to improve this part of our business, this part of our casting. So that's, again, inclusion can't just be on camera. It has to be off camera. And when it's not off camera, that's when shit like this happens. Well, the uh, whole Titans thing seems to be kind of a, turned out to be more of a train wreck than it probably should be. 
you got you got the whole property of uh, Teen Titans, and you could do so much with it. But like you're getting a lot of the characters wrong, the costuming's wrong. It's just it's kind of like a really bad short sightedness when it comes to it in general. You know the whole. Uh, like one, like I said, she's a princess, so why is she wearing a dusty ass fur coat? Yeah. Uh, why Beast Boy <laughs> outfit looking all weird? Like he has like weird little nobules on his jacket. Like why can't you just like get like a student from like <laughs> from college? Like I can make a cool like interesting looking jacket and just make that. Listen. <laughs> and Raven, like you know, just like she's basic. Hell, shit. If everybody gonna be basic looking, just make her basic looking. Right. If everyone's gonna be, you know, over the top, make it over the top. Don't make it some weird thing in between. But when you say that the costumes were weird for like Beast Boy and everything like that, I didn't think I didn't think so much that it was weird, but it it just looked like I don't know unrefined yeah what i'm saying is 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 a lot of it's unrefined even not just through costuming but through like what they the story they want to tell i feel like you have an idea and a property that is full of youth and excitement Mm -hmm. and like you they're called the teen titans and then you're gonna uh then you're gonna like you know what let's 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 backtrack into them let's backtrack into darkness you know, like with Robin saying "fuck Batman," you know, I'm like, dude, like, I you can be like bitter about it, but like, come on, man, like, what are you like, uh, what is what's his name, uh, Jason Todd or something, Red Hood? You're, you're like, you're like Tim Drake, man. Like, fuck Batman. Like, so, it's like they have right. they have like a whole bunch of opportunities here, but they're like making they're 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 hitting all the wrong notes. Uh, especially one, like I said, if you're gonna be like, here's here's a little on site, on scene uh, shot of the actors. Why would you use a shitty ass photo? Like <laughs> you you could like have like okay here's so a good that lighting. was released by them yeah. or was it released by like it some was random person? By them. And you could like have you gotta her, be kidding me. You could you could have you could have it like in a better light. Or something, or like, or at least the scene. Have them do like a little photo shoot. Like, let them be prepared. Like, if that wasn't an off guard picture and that was deliberately taken and posted by them, yeah, that was a big mistake. It is. But, sorry, go ahead. What frightens me about that, because I thought it was just like some random paparazzi on set. Like, if they actually released that, that means that they took multiple photos. And someone had to settle on, this is the best that we have out of this 500 <laughs> photos we took of them on set. Oh Let's rock goodness. and roll with it. Yo. Wow. It's really, I mean, the thing about it is, we know that shit's going to be a shit show. But I just was amazed by all of the things being said about this girl. Yeah. Um, Why do you think that people are specifically dogging her ass out basically um because, and not just white people because let's be clear it's not just white people because, it's a lot of black people too because there are here's the thing we're in the age of uh fast technology like social media everywhere you can't you can't fart in a, in a dark in a dark room without someone knowing about it <laughs> but it's uh-huh. like so it's like there's gonna be uh outliers all the time no matter what 
It can be the most positive thing. It could be like, hey, a guy found a cure for everything by just one pill. Then there's going to be someone out there. It's not a couple of people, though. It's the masses. I think, here's the, here's the thing. And they, I've not heard nobody. Here is the thing. Here's my theory, all right? I have an issue with a lot of media. I have an issue with uh, Hollywood itself. Not just because of, you know, several representation of, like, black people and stuff like that. But it's just, it's like, I feel like sometimes they have, like, these tactics where they'll be like, hey, they'll be racist dude, which they should always be called out. They should be, yo, this is wrong. This is jacked up. But sometimes I feel like they focus so hard on it because it's like hey well sometimes when people have like hey we don't like this we don't like this because it doesn't look good her hair is not good her costume is not good like i said she's a princess you could do better than this but then there's people like yo she's black i hate that and all these like nasty ass slurs and then they'll just take and then they just take the concern out of hey this is a natural problem and then like no let's listen that these are the races and we're going to associate those two and it's like Hey, listen, we want, we we have no problem, in my opinion, we have, like, I don't think there would be any problem if they were just like, yo, this looks good, this is a costume, and there will be outliers, but then most people be like, yo, this is, this is a fucking good costume, and then outliers would be dulled out, but because, because of the fact that they, like I said, they took a really shitty ass picture, and they put it mm-hmm. out there, that they're gonna be these racist assholes or these, you know, you know, t- Uncle Tom, like, oh, light skin better, like, colorist dudes and women, like, gonna be like, you know, tap dancing their way in the comment section, <laughs> and then they'll be like, people like, yo, we want a better costume, Starfire should be better, and then like, no, she's too dark, and then like they associate the two, like I said, like, like kind of like with, um, you know, like with uh, Ghostbusters. And kind of moving oh, into yeah. kind of moving into Star Wars, whereas like you sit down, you see the trailer. It's like okay, I, I have no opinion about it. I'm gonna see the trailer. This was unimpressive. Then everybody say like, you're misogynist because they're all women. No, because they're all because it's outliers that says, hey, we don't want women. You know, not that's not the main problem. It's the it's the story and what you're doing. You don't get the idea of Ghostbusters. You know, we don't we're not opposed to this, but I feel like Hollywood like to associate a lot of backlash and controversy to to get advertisements you know like bet no no such thing as bad publicity and be like yo we're righteous we're good we're right and it's not because of our poor decision in costume and character design and stuff like that and i'm not saying that there's nobody saying racist stuff they are and they will always yeah. be because because like i said everybody got a microphone they want to scream out but i feel like the I feel like she deserved better. I feel like if she looked she like does. if she looked like um what's Michonne, like you do you hear any outliers? No. Because it probably were like look at this, da 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 but it's like No, no. they weren't. Yeah, probably there always are. And you see like you know, you see those beautiful black women in Black Panther in just immaculate costumes just looking like looking like goddesses. You hear probably there will be there's some outliers. Of course there will be because there always are. But because they did their job right, like you know, nobody they didn't focus on that. I feel like that's that. that I feel like that is like what Hollywood is doing today, and that's their kind of like their tactics. 
I feel like, like I said, she deserved better. She is a she princess. Does. She is a she is a powerful like Superman s princess, mm-hmm. and that's all you can give her is a slinky as red like purple velvety dress, dress with like high stripper boots <laughs> and a fur jacket. That's that's not acceptable. It's like having Cyborg walk in with like like a, I don't know like a cardboard box over his head and shoulders. Like he was a Cyborg, <laughs> you know. I mean, I, to be completely honest, when I seen the fur coat. I was like, I didn't even think it was a part of the costume. I was like, huh, it must be really chilly out there. <laughs> he's just trying to bundle up and stay warm. Because you know what Starfire's outfit looks like, right? Right. Yeah. And there's also a saying like, hoes don't get cold. So I was like, she's a respectable woman. She's chilly. She's covering up because it's chilly like between scenes. But uh, I'm just going to double back real quick and answer Lenny's question. Uh, Lenny asked, why do you think she received such backlash? My answer is twofold. My answer is rooted in, one, colorism, not just in our own community, the black community, but across the world. Dark-skinned women have always been treated the absolute shittiest out of all minority women. And then, number two, it's the... It's pretty much the fanboys, the core of the culture. Uh, They don't keep the same energy when colorism is brought up. And I'm not just talking about white or black. I'm talking about both white fans and black fans. So to answer the first part of this, right? Growing up, and I'm low-key ashamed to say this, but growing up, you know, dark-skinned women have always been treated I treated horribly. I seen it just going up through middle school, going up through high school, growing up through elementary. Everybody loved Gina. Nobody loved Pam. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Pam was always getting roasted. Pam was the ugly friend. Pam was getting snapped on. Gina was the light-skinned girl, sexy, with the big head, had the most going on for her, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Whitley different world chick getting married everybody just and it's i feel like society kind of more or less conditioned us to appreciate and love light-skinned women Mm -hmm. and even then light-skinned women would play that up again where i grew up at you ask a light-skinned woman you know you know if she looks kind of foreign or ethnic like what are you they don't come out and say straight black like oh i'm mixed i'm 20 percent cherokee (laughs) i'm 10 percent irish you know they give you all that shit right so And I I attribute a lot of that to just how, as a community, colorism works. It's like the darker your skin is, the worse you're treated. And we see that in Hollywood. We've seen that with uh, the comedian Leslie Jones in Ghostbusters, right? Um, Just as a black woman, even though she was cast in a black role, just being a dark-skinned woman, she caught hell for no other reason than just being a dark-skinned woman. That's how I see it, right? So... Hollywood, we see that. The second half of this, the fanboys just don't keep the same energy when it comes to colorism. Prime example, right? They darken Starfire. Everyone loses their fucking minds because of society's, how society has conditioned us. People are coming down on a darker woman, right? Let's flip back to a couple months later. Scarlett Johansson is cast as a fucking Asian woman and ghost in the shell and nobody says shit they're all the fanboys are like hey get over it she's supposed 
all the excuses in the world. She's not really a human. She's a robot. She's not Asian. She's developed to look European. And they, you know, they're telling all the Asian people to get over it. They're telling all the minorities to get over it. But then when it goes in the other direction, now they have something to say. That don't even look like Starfire. Chick trash, etc., etc. So, in short, to sum up my answer, I believe the reason she's catching such backlash is one, because she's a dark-skinned woman, and two, because of how society has conditioned us. Anytime you darken a character, the fanboys are going to lose their fucking mind off. Specifically, a female. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm riding. I'm rolling. I'm doubling <laughs> down on that. <laughs> so, because you know what? Peep game, because Idris Elba is catching hell for even thinking about playing James Bond. But. Really? Yeah. He's man. so good. People are like, we don't want a black James Bond. He's urban. He's too urban. Because he played in The Wire, right? He was a drug dealer in The Wire. So they're like, no, we don't, we don't really want that. It's too urban. James Bond is supposed to be a six foot two white so guy. Very debonair, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but they aren't coming down on him as hard as they came down on Leslie Jones, as hard as they came down on Anna. Like, it's facts is facts. If you look at it, the energy is not the same across the board. It happens... It feels like this shit only happens to dark-skinned women. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, let me let me take a step back. You know, I, I know I got a little bit of passion in my voice. Let me remove some of this bass from my voice. No, I understand. Listen, oh. it's like, I think about, if we're thinking about several things, though, too, when you think about Annie, <laughs> I'm not, I didn't even see that movie, but uh, Black Annie, that mm-hmm. was a lot of issues with that. I know... That all the old, <laughs> all the old people was like, hell nah. And, um, you know, it could have been a cute move. Actually, I'm pretty sure it was. Alex said it was cute. He has it somehow. Isn't that weird? But anyway, um, I think historically, anytime you change a character to black, it's going to be an issue. If they are dark skinned black, though, it's unacceptable. Right. So. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Continue. So, um, Domino from Deadpool, she uh-huh. she's white, you know, uh-huh. in yeah. the comic books. And I feel like there was hardly any backlash from them changing her. I feel like a big part of that is because she's a cute, light-skinned black girl. <laughs> I, do. I don't. I do. I think, like I said, I, I'm going I'm to stick to what I said. Like, her costume was fucking lit she had that fucking like like that eye her her shit was fitting she was cool as fuck she was everything was lit like if if it was like if it looked like garbage like starfire of course they're gonna say some shit like i said let me ask you this then do you feel like if this starfire this dark-skinned starfire was her costume was banging and everything was on point that it wouldn't have been an issue. Because I will tell you, I'll give, I'll, I'll, I disagree. I will, I, will, I will bet my right leg. If I, if they, if Boy, they, you ready to lose your leg? No, because I will keep that leg. <laughs> I will bet my right leg. If you made that costume look good, if you if you was like, yo, here's the character, here's her costumes, and let me let me think of a cool, funky-ass way that we can incorporate the costume like we do everyone else, like we do Robin, like we do Dove, like like we do like like Arrow. If we could, if we fucking use our imaginations and put like, put like, put the stank on that shit. She's a princess and make her look like royalty. Like, yo, 
Like, then, everybody, you hear, like, oh, she's black. And everybody's like, get out of here. And everybody be like, we love this. And then all the allies are like, yeah, we were racist. We hate I this. disagree. What, you what's disagree? your opinion? You disagree? I disagree. I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack in this conversation a little bit. You said uh, we talked about Domino, right? I think you both have a valid point. The reason there wasn't a whole lot of backlash with Domino is one, of course, she's a light skinned, good looking woman, right? Right. <laughs> but two, Recliner Rider, you're also right. That costume was dope as fuck. You can see the effort put into it. So I think you take both of those things and you put them together and you're not going to get, you're, you're going to get some people like, yeah, why, why are they making this ebony princess? She's not, she's not black. There's no black domino. It's not true to the comic. You're going to get that, right? Yeah. But I will say if you put Lupita in that room, nah, dog, they going to drag that woman all day. For real, for real. It don't matter how good the costume looks. I'm glad you brought her up because I I wanted to get into, you know, she's all laced in these uh, superhero or specifically Disney uh, movies for geeks, not just superhero, but Uh uh, Star Wars. She's in uh, Black Panther. She... You know, did a few other Disney movies and shit like that. So, she is actually been a target of, uh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Gilbert, Gilbert Arenas. He's... Oh, what? Yes, he's been basically, there was an issue a few months back. Sorry guys if you hear that. Someone's out in our yard doing some shit. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> so basically a few months back, um, there was someone, there was a post circulating around, uh, Instagram that was basically showcasing beautiful, dark skinned woman. And this guy went onto the post and was like, oh, you know, dark skinned girls are ugly, basically. And... Really, there is no pretty dark-skinned girl past the complexion of uh, Gabrielle Union. And um, if you look at somebody with Lupita or whatever, shit looks good behind under uh, when the lights are out. But other than that, she's she's ugly. The NBA player Gilbert Reed. Yes. Yes. So then he later apologized. (laughs) He later apologized and said, oh, I thought the post was saying that mixed kids are not ugly. Or I'm saying mixed kids were unacceptable because they're not dark skinned. So, and he has dark skinned girls. Bullshit. (coughs) Bullshit. (coughs) Excuse me. My my bullshit allergies. (laughs) Wait. That Gilbert Arenas thing, like, I guarantee you if you jump back to black twitter in like 2009 that's literally what he said is literally every other tweet about dark-skinned women yeah like and i'm not even saying that to be funny that is a fucking fact there will be people in the timeline that will wake up and be like good morning to everybody except the dark-skinned women like yeah when i talk about that's how society is wired like the shit that he was saying that's that toxic misogynist misogyny towards black women that Society is hardwired men 
to harbor and to put out there. So, right. So I mean, then after that, though, you know, he has kids that are mixed. His wife is like Hispanic and black. And so he's like, oh, I just was basically defending my kids and my wife because, you know, they're not a part of that life, <laughs> that dark skin life, I guess. Uh, so then later, someone had like tagged him in a post with Lupita on a fucking beach looking cute as fuck. And he's like, oh, like under the sunlight. And they were like, oh, here's that girl that uh, you keep saying only looks good when the lights is out. And he responded, oh, y'all keep saying her skin is so beautiful. But what about her face, though? Lights out. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Are you kidding No. Me? I'm not. What so then, <laughs> then I did what? some digging. His wife is also a, a, you know, colorist, and his kids are darker than me. You guys, I'm dark. <laughs> like his kids are so black. They're cute kids or whatever, but I just can't imagine how they're being raised to think that they're not beautiful. Because, I mean, there's not, there's no way. You listen to his wife talk that shit. Um, she was on, they're on a reality TV show. She's taking, she went in there and was like, oh, I sure wish there was more light-skinned people, you know? And Lupita, of course, hasn't responded because she's a classy-ass bitch. But (laughs) ultimately, I just feel like, damn, if you are, I feel like even if you're the most beautiful dark-skinned woman, you are going to be compared to a basic light-skinned girl. And I just find it, I found that whole thing with him calling her ugly amazing. (laughs) Because she's not ugly. Like, she's a, a fucking supermodel. She's hella accomplished. And she don't talk shit or do nothing about nobody. Exactly. And so why would you go out of your way to say some hateful shit when your babies is darker, just as dark as her? Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it has, because I, I grew up like this and as I got older, I understood that it's not the right way to be and you have to treat people how you would want to be treated, right? But the reason he would go out his way and say some shit like that because one, he thinks it's funny, and two, society rewards cats for shit like that. Like, nigga, you sit in middle school, you could sit in class and roast the shit out of a dark-skinned girl. You could say shit that's not even fucking funny. You could roast that chick to fucking tears, and your niggas would be cheering you the fuck on. If we talk about colorism, like, I've seen it firsthand, and I've experienced it firsthand, and I've even participated firsthand as a young man. So, as an older gentleman who knows now and who knows better... To hear somebody doing shit like that is disappointing because I think it all starts at home and that's really what like our generation needs to do. We need to make sure that this shit is done and it's deaded like when we pass this shit on to the next generation. We need to make sure that we treat them that like all shades of black are beautiful and they're all people. You know, nobody is less than. We're all capable of doing the same shit. We're all able to accomplish the same shit. But I'm, I'm going to tailspin out of that, man, because I think colorism, I think I think we've beaten that horse 
to death as far as that situation. Like, he was dead wrong. He was dead fucking wrong. <laughs> um, but if we're talking about colorism, again, in Hollywood, right, let's break this down. Because I don't think Hollywood really understands how to cast dark-skinned women. And to get a further understanding of that, let's take a look at Storm from X-Men. Okay. Why in the wide world of fuck is Holly Berry playing Storm? <laughs> Because at the time, because at the time, she was uh, like the hottest like ticket celebrity that was uh, a black woman. Like it came out like around like uh, the early two uh-huh. thousands. Yeah. So at the time, Holly Berry was the hot ticket black woman. Now we're in a day of age like you know, black women are just coming out like hotcakes. You know, Storm's like, not even black anymore. I feel like the new black. Storm is she. She's always been black. She's African black. Her is name she? is o- Oyanko or something like that. African. I'm talking about <laughs> the person that they have playing Storm right now. We don't count her. We're X-ing out that X-Men. Age of, Age of Apocalypse did not happen. She's not black. She was not black in that. It was, it was, just, it was a mess, man. Well, that, that, just that's saying. what I mean. Like, the energy in... In the Marvel, I don't even want to say Marvel, but in the fanboy universe, isn't consistent across the board, right? We can lighten the character, and it's okay. Storm, traditionally dark-skinned black woman. She's been Storm's been black since black has been black. We <laughs> knew she was from Africa. Her name is Aurora, right? So they lighten her. They Holly Berry, nobody says a word. But then we darken Starfire, everybody loses their fucking minds. Like, the energy isn't the same. And it further goes to show that the that light-skinned women are awarded some type of privilege when it comes to their acceptance on screen and in Hollywood. So, I, you say Hollywood, right? And I agree with you there. Because I feel like internationally, that's not the case. I mean, internationally, black people, a black person is just a black person. And if you look at media overseas, I feel like most dark, most black people in that's doing well acting and otherwise are dark skinned men and women. So why do you think that is a centralized issue in, but we can't, I feel like as the most diverse country, in the world. <laughs> you want me to want me to break it down for you guys? I can break it down. Hardcore. Alright. So here it is especially prevalent because Hollywood was basically born here. The the biggest like like cinema empire was born here. We like everyone else take their take their cues from us. So what else was like born here was also the whole colorism thing. They use that as slave tactics to turn us against each other. That's why that's why they have drivers. You know, they have drivers weren't overseers. Drivers were slaves that was put in charge of watching other slaves, but given privilege and left very uneducated, so they were very easily to you know manipulated. So you know they're they're whipping them and doing all this stuff, and then they hate them. The slaves hate the driver, and the driver hate the slaves, which basically enforces his own like yo i'm gonna keep my role and i'm gonna get what's mine and i hate these people and from that you know you get house uh you know slaves and they're <laughs> usually lighter skin and then they won't don't want to associate with 
you know, the field slaves because, you know, they I are. I appreciate that. They are. Um, <laughs> don't. Man, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to let you finish. But your political correctness is A1, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you are buying this conversation, my God. Phenomenal. Uh, Phenomenal. Uh, he, well, well, essentially, yeah, because they're treated way worse. They get the worst scraps, but in inside, they're basically pets, novelty. They're they are they are their own little faux royalty over you know the field slaves. So we, after all that said and done. Civil War happened, abolishment happened, there's a lot of resentment. So, of course, you know, you're free, but we don't like you. So, we're going to make fun of you. And, you know, before, you know, the abolition of slaves, they already they had, they came up with blackface. And they think, you know what, man, you guys are so lucky. You guys just goof off, you lazy, and you, you play around, and you're dumb, and you're ignorant. And we had to deal with all the business stuff. So they depict that. And Jim Crow, dancing around, like, ooh, I have another care of the world. I'm lazy and stuff like that. And then, you know, the strong old white person come in. It's like, you know what? You need to get back to work. And this is all laughs and giggles. So once... Once slavery is free, once all the slaves are free, they still have that mentality and they like, you know what? You know, remember the good old days back when we used to have slaves? You know what? Remind us of that <laughs> blackface. So, <laughs> so they kept that up, you know, in vaudeville and then vaudeville was so popular and famous. And once cinema came around uh, and naturally actors and writers and playwrights from that era from that time period will come over to Hollywood and write up and write up scripts and write up characters and basically spread that message. And one of the biggest and most popular films was Birth of a Nation. And and Birth of a Nation was like was like saying, Hey, here's our here's our southern fears and pride that once all the blacks get free, they're gonna act a fool because they're savages and they don't know what they're what they're gonna do and all this stuff. And, you know, and to the fact is, that was literally the first film that was shown in the White House. Even the president was like, yo, this is history written with lightning. And, like, yo. <laughs> and and, that's, and that speaks volumes. So. It's, it's almost like that since its inception, racism and colorism have been fused into Hollywood. It, it is. It is because you know what they don't. They don't. They have to tell stories and they have to tell American stories. But you know they don't want to hire no Negro. They don't want to hire nobody like that. And 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 as as time goes by, it's that's that was the first issue because like hey, we don't want to hire no Negro. We want to show you our interpretation of black people. So they show the stuff. It becomes bigger and bigger. How how it just grows and grows and grows. And all the mentality of the oldest slave days, like you know, light-skinned women are sexy and and promiscuous, and they and they want sex, and they and they're sought off of black, darker women are mammies and and uh, excuse my language, pickaninnies and stuff like that, and black little black boys are sambos and all that stuff, and and all that jazz, and it just it just keeps going. And as actors and people of color who are entrenched in, who are who wants to break into Hollywood, who who wants to like change this, like yo man, this is bad man. We got we got to do something about this. 
So they, they, they take up the roles of blackface and try to get into Hollywood and try to change it from the inside. And as time goes on and time changes and like people grow and old old sentiment slowly die off, but they still got that, you know, you know, learning and that teaching. Mentality. Yeah, they that learning and teaching they 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 head on and they change it and they shift it into certain things, you know. Right. Here's the thing though. That's fine and that's all good and well. However, I feel like the biggest problem is us because like you said, all these little dark skin people is getting picked on in school are, you know, being dogs still today, you know, are being even if they're pretty or you know, the prettiest dark-skinned girls never going to be considered as pretty as the prettiest light-skinned girl. That's, that's always right. been the case. It's never. That's not your perception, no, no, I'm saying, but I'm saying say, that's say, the majority of the masses. Or that's never. the opinion of the masses, I feel like. Don't say never. And never. Or has not up until this point, All I right. should say. Because I've seen uh, too absolute. You're right. And I feel like the change has to be with us in our community because if we dogging each other out what the fuck you think everybody else is gonna do that's why i said that's why i said when you if said, we calling each other ugly what the fuck you think anyone else is gonna call us that's why i said that's when you yeah. said because i that's a whole that's you're absolutely right that's why when you say we never gonna do like don't say that we gotta we gotta put in our mindset we gotta change our mindset from those slave days that this is better from the media showing us like yo you look at the sexy ass light-skinned women right. like strutting around and see-through dresses you should see some like I, I implore you if you get the time go on youtube look up old uh um racist cartoons and yes. they have all the stereotypes there you and you'll get what i mean those you can use those as reference as jumping off points to understanding uh our association with hollywood and our uh, depiction and representation right. and such uh, so if we, I feel like if we just, like D-Town said, like, yo, just kick out all this, like, colorist stuff, yo, all because your skin is darker or lighter, like, if we just unite as a people in general and just, like, yo, and use the technology for unity instead of division, then we should do better. We we should do because yeah. we we are capable of learning so much about each other. We 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 know we 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 are the most voyeuristic, narcissistic time period of our lives. We we know <laughs> what we ate at lunch. We take pictures of that stuff. We can understand so hard. And the in the deepest in the in the root of most ignorance and racism comes from like not understanding. <clears throat> well, I'm just gonna jump in because I think the solution is twofold. Like. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, of course it starts at home, right? It starts in our own community. You know, we want to make sure we're treating everybody fairly and, and correctly and, and getting rid of some of the behaviors that have been hardwired into our society through colorism, right? But I think the other aspect of this, right, the other thing that's going to correct this is we have to place our... I don't want to say outrage, but we've got to make noise when we need to make noise. Like, for example, like, Gods of Egypt. I know you guys have heard of this movie. Like, this movie should have never been made. You know what I mean? And yeah. again, That's it goes back movie, into right? Hollywood. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not old. It came out in, like, what, 2016-15? Russell yeah, Crowe was a like god that. of Egypt. Matter of fact, little fun note. Robin, the character who played Robin, was that little kid who was like the main character in that movie. That's weird. Right. 
that's weird. So it, when it comes to Hollywood, we have to make sure that you know we're making noise in the right aspects and we're attacking. I don't want to say attack, but yeah, no, nah, fuck it. We need to attack the the shit that needs to be shut down. You know what I mean? Like this is a movie that takes place and is based on Egyptian gods and everyone's Caucasian. Then. I mean, I don't know if The Rock was in it or not. It seems like something The Rock would be in. I didn't see the shit. But, again, if we talk about the culture that the fanboys have, and, again, it's us as black people that have to correct this. I agree. Um, you know, Gods of Egypt, we were told to get the fuck over it. You know what I mean? Like, there really wasn't any outrage. It, it, it did pretty good at the box office, did very well overseas. But at the end of the day, Black Panther really did well because black people go to movies and black people see movies you know what i mean and it's i think a lot of that is predicated on and a lot of the decisions that they make is predicated on the fact that they feel like black viewership won't come and view a certain thing if you put too many black faces in it or vice versa right other demographics won't come and see something if there are black faces in it so let's get I, into that black dollar talk man you right about that <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, I think that not only do we need to correct our behaviors in our community, but we need to call out these executives, these people that are making these decisions, the people that are designing the costumes, the people that are fucking up in the major ways. And we need to come down on them and hold them accountable to where they either correct the behavior or they get the fuck up out of here. Like, that's primarily it. I agree. I, I, it's, it's just about... What? Um, I agree with you. It's just like... I feel like, for one, people are too accepting, like you said, of anything pertaining to uh, essentially whitewashing it and then um, bringing it into, you know, overseas. And you look at the representation and the views uh, in general of black people um, overseas, you ask a foreigner specifically Asian <laughs> why why do you feel this way why are you so um you know on guard around this person or why you have this negative perception of black people and it's because oh I see it on the movies oh this oh that and it's just like the movies where the ones from America oh really <laughs> and it's just like we are not putting out even black people even the black movies are putting out the struggles of you know real life struggles of black people but that's not all that should be put out in my opinion we need something like we needed something like a black panther you know Oh, yeah. We needed something yeah, not just showing the black struggle or just showing the black man being, you know, the bad guy. You know, even the Tyler Perry movies, all the uh, all the uh, all the black men that uh, are bad are dark. <laughs> then that fine light skinned brother comes in and sweeps her off her feet. <laughs> and it's just like these are this is what we are portraying not so if we are doing this right then what the fuck makes you think they won't as well and so we really need to do better and we really need to uplift each other and we really need to change our mindset because 
are light-skinned people really more beautiful than dark-skinned people because their skin is light or because they're mixed because they have Eurocentric features is that what it is is it because we don't identify our black African features as beautiful because that's what's been ingrained in us if that's the case then you okay with that now I think that things are changing now it's cool to have a fat ass now it's cool to have big lips but again these are white women that's paving these trends <laughs> paving the way for well, these trends to be popularized i think i think that we're in an age like like you said like i said earlier that we can learn and know more about each other without hatred but we are it's just becoming perverted by like certain groups of people and people like actually making clicks and you know forming around each other and then encouraging each other uh nowadays like uh like uh the whole sjw thing i feel like it is it is helpful but more harmful than uh it should be it's like they they hate Social they, justice warriors yeah. who target every fucking what, social issue what, and what I'm talking about for is, no reason. What I'm talking about is the, is the ones that are misguided in the fact that hey, uh, we don't like you know this depiction of this, but that said so that that's cool. You're right. You shouldn't, but we hate these things and we hate that thing and they use hate and use. Oddly enough, the similar tactics that uh, the people that have oppressed them use <laughs> on the oppressed for years. And it's kind of like, in my opinions, sort of hypocritical where it's like, you shouldn't you want to unite and and bring people together while celebrating their differences, but not bringing another group down. And I think that's an issue in humanity itself in a weird way where we like, yo, this this person is beautiful. This thing is beautiful, but for some reason we have to tribalize it and like bring another person down. That we shouldn't do that. We should recognize the beauty without like uh, without bringing others down. You know what I mean? I just here's the thing. I think that's really good on paper, but that's not something that people have shown to be capable of. I and this is why I say all the time that I am not a feminist. I'm not a fucking feminist because I feel like that issue... You say I'm a feminist, but I'm not a feminist. Everybody should be a feminist. (laughs) But I'm not. Listen. Okay. (laughs) Because the way I see it is this. Um, That's not the most pressing issue to me right now. I won't be fighting for that cause right now because... Or advocating for it because I feel like there's a bigger issue that that pertains to me and my family... Which is the social issues amongst black people. Now, I believe in women's right and equality, but shit, when has that ever been in jeopardy in the last 20 years in fucking America? In fact, black women are leading the way as far as advancements and jobs and education in America. Fuck that shit. What about black people getting fucking shot and all that other shit, which I won't get too much into, but... When you say SJW, I agree with you. Like, I think that 
It's a ploy to keep us divided when we need to focus on one issue at a time. When you spread yourself too thin, you don't get shit accomplished. When you spread yourself too thin, you become transparent. You become invisible. Facts. So, um, I don't know. I just feel like it starts with us. And if we're not going to really build and grow and progress as we always have as a people who come from nothing who everyone in the world thinks nothing of us then including ourselves then then what then we're just gonna still just be niggas out here um i'm I'm gonna share a story with you guys uh because it'll it'll kind of give you some insight as is to my personality but I'll open it up and say this. I think that, of course, the ideal situation is we all come together and we all learn about each other and we unite as just a people, not just black people, but of all races, religions, sexual preferences, sexual orientation, right. all of that stuff. Um, but in my lifetime, uh, the things that I've experienced and the things that I've seen, that's not the case which is one of the reasons why I wanted to develop the hip hop and anime vibes page to be what it is, you know, a place where uh, there's some type of black voice and we're showcasing black art and and characters of dark skin and cosplayers of dark skin because we don't, as a minority, we really don't have a safe space in this community. And I'm a real big believer on going where you're celebrated and not going where you're tolerated, if that makes sense. Right. Um, I don't believe it's my role to be someone's racial guidance counselor. <laughs> like, you know, you can, uh, it's, uh, it's happened to me before where somebody approaches me and they ask me these questions and they ask and it's a person from outside of my race right because I think that there are things we understand culturally that some people just cannot identify with mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm never going to forget this it was uh, after the Tray- Trayvon Martin Trayvon Martin shooting right and you know I outside of here you know I'm a hip hop artist and I have uh, I attract a very mixed fan base you know, not just black people, but white people as well. Right. And I was having a conversation with one of uh, one of my fans who was white after a show, and he was asking me about Trayvon Martin, and he didn't see the problem in what happened. And just no matter how I tried to explain what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong, couldn't convey it to this guy. Just couldn't. You know, talked about background and upbringing. He was combated with something else, you know. And I think that when we talk about having these conversations with people, this is why I kind of like I don't engage in those conversations because sometimes you'll get somebody that comes to you like, hey, I want to learn about this. But they don't really want to learn about it. They just want to go tit for tat on why this is and why that is. So I think there's enough material out there for people that want to learn about something and become involved in something to jump on YouTube, watch a couple videos to, I don't 
know if they want to do this, but maybe listen to a couple Dr. Umar lectures or whatever. Like there's there's materials and stuff like that out there. But I feel like my role in all of this is to create a space where we are celebrated and not tolerated. So we don't, so if we, so we can go someplace or so we can experience something, whether it be online or whatever, that allows us to express ourselves freely and connect with other people that understand our struggles and understand who we are on a deeper level. Because at some point in time, having those conversations, it gets emotionally and mentally exhausting trying to get somebody to understand who you are as a person when they're already coming to the conversation thinking that you're less than a person. Right. So that's just my two cents on No, I agree and that's a and that's what I've been continuing to say because you know what, if you go into a foreign place and you see a group of people acting like royalty and you see a group of people acting with class and you will treat them as such if you go in and you see people living in squalor and you see people down then you will view them as such so if we are embracing each other if we are you know identifying each other as beautiful inside and out if we are out here getting money getting educated you know living life i feel that that is the way but if we continue to you know oppress ourselves and be oppressed by everybody else then we're not gonna get nowhere Mm -hmm. and oh go ahead and so with that being said i feel like um you know stop just stop being out here on these streets acting crazy and putting down each other like why is this white girl prized you get up you get big you get money you marry a white girl why is that in like the number one song (laughs) on the (laughs) like in Played on every black radio station. Why is that constantly what we're seeing in the media? It's just like everything is being told to us and ingrained in us that, you know, separate the black people, black people as a whole, that divide us as a whole, not just in relationships, but in everything. So a very valid point. You know, I'm, I'm locked in. I'm rocking and rolling with you most definitely. I'm ride or dying with it. But I want to pivot in this conversation to kind of bring this conversation full circle, right? Because I think we've addressed a lot of things and we've tackled some really serious issues and we've even presented some really excellent solutions and what our ideals are as individuals and as uh, a collective here just having this discussion. The question that I want to pose to you guys is when it comes to Anna D, even though Titans doesn't look like it's going to be the best show um how do we support her what 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 steps would you guys recommend that we take as a nerd community as a black community what steps do we need to take to support her do we just watch the show even though it looks like it's terrible or it is terrible or do it like what do you guys think would be the best course of action to take to support her well in in our day and age you don't really need a show to support an individual. Okay. Uh, 
you got you got social media, you got like fan clubs, you got all that stuff that 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 is available to us. Uh, if the show is bad, we can be like, yo, we still like this person. Like uh, like many people don't like uh, Star Wars depiction of uh, Rose Tika, but they like uh, Miss Tran. Everybody love Miss Tran, but they don't like the the depiction of the characters. We can say, yo, that character sucks. But we like you as an as a person, you know. Okay. It has happened. It's happened many times before, and we should like we should do that. We should separate the art and the uh, and the artist when it comes to an actor being like I'm this character, but I'm not really. You know, the actor is the actor. They're playing the character. You don't like that character. That character is a, a bad guy, or that par- character is poorly written, or that character is just misplaced in the whole entire universe. Whatever, but. The actor is the actor, and the character is the character, and we need to learn to separate the two. If you like the actor, like, yo, we like you like you in this movie. You are really a compelling actor, and that's what sell ticket in Hollywood today. That's why actors are A-list and B-list and C-list, because if they're really good and a lot of people like them, they're going to get hired more, and I think that's where, where we should focus on. If you want, like, hey, I want, we like this actor. We go on their Instagram, we like, yo, hashtag Anna D, or hashtag Anna Diop, or, yo, look at this person, and, like, get a lot of following, and get a lot of praise, and get a lot of friction, and fraction, and, and all that stuff going, a lot of momentum, then she don't need Titans. She don't need that life. Hell, Kim Kardashian literally lives off that. She, she <laughs> thrives off that, and she is living proof. Kylie Jenner is, like, a self-made millionaire because about of, to be billionaire get it right yeah <laughs> self-made air quotes because of her social status and social media presence because she knows what she's doing you know yep i think uh in my opinion the answer to it is to use your platform you know don't call it out for you know give the actor her respect which if she's a shitty actress that's one thing we haven't seen the show but she's definitely not ugly that's why i posted what i posted which is a picture of her in real life versus her in that show and it's like i don't have anything really to say about the actress because i don't have an opinion of her because i haven't seen the show but what i do see is this bum ass costume (laughs) (laughs) and so that's why i focused um what i had to say on the actual issue um and i give credit to her for being i guess cute or whatever by just showing a cute ass picture because again i don't know if she's an actual valid actress and i don't want to just assume shit because honestly this show looks fucking trash i'm not impressed okay with that being said though it's just like Seeing the success of a movie like Black Panther where the one light-skinned girl gets shot and is irrelevant. (laughs) Uh, Like, just seeing Black... And I feel like the only other light-skinned person was fucking... uh, What's her name? The old woman. Angela Bassett. Light-skinned. Oh, Auntie Angela. Yes. (laughs) She was the lightest person in that uh, movie. But other than that, it's like supporting shit like that will speak loudly you know that movie broke hella fucking records why because 
primarily black people went out. There were actors and actresses sending fucking kids in Africa renting out movie theaters to see that movie. Supporting each other. Exactly. Supporting that movie. I've seen it multiple times. Yeah, I saw we saw it twice. We the the thing is we need to actually like take us take a second to think about like do we what what is the issue do to prevent it because a lot of people will be engrossed in outrage yeah it's like hey if we hey we want more movies like this we pay we pay our wallet movies like this if we don't want more movies if we don't want movies like this say yo i'm not gonna and then don't go see it encourage people to not see it if you support uh, something it will flourish basically if you don't then it'll flop it won't be made again like, <laughs> look at the fucking uh, Fantastic Four remake. Look at fucking Amazing Spider-Man. All of that shit went unsupported, and guess what? They dropped it. So if you start dropping this bogus-ass mentality, if you stop supporting these businesses that don't support us, if we start supporting fucking things that do support us, or better yet, each other, <laughs> then we'll start seeing fucking results. If you want people to address you in a certain way again like i said you have to carry yourself in a certain way stop airing out your fucking dirty ass business in movies or otherwise we get it we've struggled now it's time to not struggle it's time to uplift each other it's time to show that yeah we struggle but look at us now so it sounds like and i just want to make sure i'm on the same page with you guys um when it comes to Anna, of course we could support her offline. She's a great actress. But if we want, and you know, uh, costume aside, you know, we could still watch the show. But it sounds like if she's not a good actress, then hold her accountable for like, yo, this is a bum ass costume, man. You a bum ass actress? Is that right? Unacceptable. Yeah. But you cute though. Like like, like, you, like you said, D Town, a spade is a spade. Like if you if it's a spade, call it that. But right. Don't don't fall into the trap of Hollywood because they will trick you into thinking yeah. that you are a bigot because you don't like this. You are this because you don't like that because of the outcriers. And, and like I said, as a community, we need to shut down those outcriers. Right. Uh, if if we're a part of that fandom, if it's like yo, we hate the costume. Yeah, we hate the costume. But she's also. A black monkey, like yo, get the hell out of here, and everybody just <laughs> just jump on him. Yo, get the hell out of here. We're not yeah. about you, and just like ha- like at these people, like get out of here. We don't want you. We're talking about the costume. Hashtag costume, not hate. Like yeah. something like that. Just like we gotta we gotta be more vocal about getting rid of those people that make us look bad. Yeah, but then when you got people like Gilbert talking shit about. Then what are you supposed Call to do? Him out. It's each other. Call I'm telling you. Him out. Drag him all Drag over. Has him. him. Hashtag <laughs> at him. God. At him. Yo, what is your problem? Shut up and dribble. That's Get true. out of here. <laughs> I'm saying, look how immediate the guy from fucking uh, Guardians of the Galaxy lost his fucking everything. Lost his Pretty baby. Much. The power of social media is strong, but if you, if you, if you. Educate yourself and think about it instead of being enveloped in outrage. You need like a Take lot of action. The thing, my my thing is this, like like just like like the whole James Gunn situation and a whole lot of other people who tweet out things. If you're not like, familiar with the James Gunn situation, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy uh, was 
discussing on Twitter uh, five or six years back, speaking of raping people and pedophilia, and he lost his fucking job. But damn, son, get him the fuck out the paint. I don't even know what he said, but that shit that like, listen, man, that's a that's a thing. That's a thing. Going back and pushing up them old tweets, you just just scroll yeah. back far enough, you'll learn a lot about a person. That, yeah, that's that's why that's what I'm talking about. It's like if you the thing about it is in this day and age, most of your you know words and stuff are shot through social media. I I will implore our listeners, anyone. <laughs> To take a second to think about most things before you post, before you say something, because you 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 are typing this out. It's not like you're having a conversation. And you said, "Oh, I hate black people." Oops, you need to sit. <laughs> you need to sit. You sit there. You sit there and say. You sit there. You, you have time to think. You know, if it, even if you have a message and you're like, "Yo, I want to convey this message," I like to take take a second to think. Like, how can I be more clear without being uh, seen like being like you know have my argument picked apart. Cause you, cause you have the time to do this. I don't see how people yeah. could tweet things like stupid stuff and not be like, hmm, "Let me read this real quick. Let me edit it." I mean, oh, that looks pretty bad. Listen, let me change that. Once or, something is on the internet, guys, it's gonna be on the or, internet. No, if you are a fucked up person, no, it's not. If you're a fucked up person, keep that shit to yourself. What happened? If what, you hate yourself and you hate your people, keep that shit to yourself. It's, <laughs> The thing is, like I said, like, yo, if you're coming up, like, my theory, if I was like, okay, if I, I'm, I'm a nobody right now, if I was like, yo. Honey, you're somebody. Okay. Aww. Okay. <laughs> and if I, if I, like, came up and, like, let's say this get popular and I get some roles and stuff, you know what I'm going to do? What if I, if I was, like, an alcoholic, I'm just going to go to rehab. It's like, I don't understand, like, if I'm getting that money and I see a bright future, we need to do things to either help ourselves and uh and it starts with ourselves then we need to spread that out into the community so how do you get all these people all these black people i should say because that's really what it's about how do you get us to actually make it more than just a week a week's issue and actually constantly come together and take action for what we want to achieve I'm going to I'm going to share one of the things that I normally do in situations, especially online, because I'm a big believer in creating a space for yourself that's healthy to when you open up your timelines and shit like that. Like you're not bogged down by the bullshit. I'm not saying escape reality, but Mm -hmm. there are certain things that I don't want to come in contact. with. Don't surround yourself with negativity. Right. Like. When I want to say it was, um, I want to say it was Eric Garner and Alton Sterling, and I hate to make this so heavy, but when those videos surfaced, um, they just popped into your timeline and they played automatically. Like one of the things that I do, I disable play, I disable any video from playing automatically in my timeline, like flat out, like via the cell phone. You can go into literally every app and say no, I don't want you to autoplay videos because, you know, you don't. That's something that I don't want to see. That like when I seen those things, like I literally could not go into work for days because I couldn't come out of my feelings on what it is that I just saw. It was just some dramatic shit. But the other thing, and on a lighter note, my favorite thing to do in my timeline is snooze people, mute people, <laughs> unfollow people, and block people. 
like, don't, don't, I'm going to keep it all the way up. I'm going to keep it a rack with you guys. I'm going to keep it a stack. I'm not going back and forth with these niggas on the internet. Like, I'm just not. Like, that's it. Like, listen, you're, you're entitled to your own opinion. I don't have to respect it, though. Right. See, social media has people fucked up. Social media has led this particular generation of people to believe that they can fall back on freedom of speech, right? But I believe Charlemagne the God says the best. Freedom of speech is not freedom of consequence. Like, you can't say these bigoted things and these racist things, <laughs> and then when ABC pulls your entire show from its lineup, you can't play the victim. Mm. You can't. It's not freedom of consequence. So that's that's part of the reason why I don't really engage in some of these people with some of these people online because what it is is they sit at home in their basements or they're sitting in their cafes or whatever from their smartphones and they say wild, reckless shit all day. Why? Because they haven't been punched in the fucking face before. <laughs> so they think they can get away with it. Yeah. And um, that's that's really why I just fall back on again. I will mute you. I will block you. I will unfollow you. Um, I will snooze you because I, w- I ran into like with Black Panther, right? A lot of my friends <coughs> didn't really like what Black Panther, quote unquote, stood for. Well, Which was what? what well, is- I-, I was seeing things like this. Black people think just because they go and see a movie, it's going to resolve all the conflicts that they have in the black community. What? What is this gracious? That's called straw manning. (laughs) That literally has nothing to do with why they want to see this movie. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And it's like, uh, they like look at all these, you know, and it's, it's coming from black people. That's the crazy thing, right? Like, it's like, look at all these black people going up dressing in, like, where was all of this stuff when Blade came out? Where was all of this? Be- where was all the black people dressing in? Blade wasn't in uh, Africa. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, Nobody was cosplaying for coming to America. Well, uh, it's a different time because they the social true. media, like like you said, it's, this is a time of social media. Like back in the nineties, there weren't social media. You had to hear word of mouth. You had to hear uh, cousin Ray Ray be like, "Yo, this movie Ray was good," Ray. and then you can't get this. That's how cult classic get it, and then you get yeah. famous that way. But this the, but this day and age. Bam! Hey, Black Panther. I like Black Panther. I like this idea, and then it just can communicate this huge buzz. It's a bigger buzz. Yeah. Just Let like me voice. ask you this though: What do you think is the solution then? Like oh, really, to change oh. people's mentality? You can't oh. really change people's me- or how can? Because that's what needs to be changed. Well, here's the thing, right? And I I said it kind of in the middle of here. My mission isn't to change your mentality so when i would come across those comments i'm not pulling up on these cats because that's not my goal that's not my mo that's not i'm not gonna sit down and go back and forth with you for four hours out of the day only to not change your mind because whose time is getting wasted mine nigga mine (laughs) and my time is too valuable so i put it to you like this man I usually go in the other direction. It's like, if I see you kicking out that negative energy over there, I don't want to be a part of that. You know, so I'll snooze you for 30 days. I'll unfollow you. I'll block you. I'll unfriend you. 
whatever it is I can to do to get away from you. And what am I going to do? I'm going to go harder in the other direction. Let me talk to my blurs. Let me talk to the people that get it. Let me talk to the cosplayers. Let me talk to the people that are drawing fan art. Because in the words of Pusha T, if you know, you know. If you don't, <laughs> you don't. That's it. I really so, agree with that mentality. You can't get mixed in the outrage. You can't let them drag you yeah. down. Because I've, I've, I've done that many times where I'm like, mind my business. It's like, yo, this is why I think this. And then, they're like, then they'll try to straw man me. And then they'll try to think, like, get my argument around. I said, no, I never said that. I quote myself, I never said that. This is what I think. And then they say, then sometimes, sometimes they'll be like, you know what? We're on the same page. Yes. And then they'll listen to you. You know, I, I have I have roughly about three rules of engagement when it comes to not just conversations on social media, but in real life. Uh, the first one is pick battles that are big enough to matter, but small enough to win. You know what I mean? Like mm. before I even enter that conversation, I'm trying to figure that out. Right. Um, actually, I only have two, man. I said I had three. I lied. The second one, and I think the most important one, is when it comes to social media, if I feel strongly enough about it, if I can't convey what I want to say in anywhere between two to three sentences, I just leave it the fuck alone. Because it's going to take me too much time and too much effort, and I don't understand it well enough to simplify what it is that I'm feeling. So I normally just, oh, well, the third one is finally, I'm not really going to engage you on your profile if you're saying some fucked up shit. But if you bring that shit to my domain, that ass is mine. (laughs) Flat out. Like, you get all the smoke. Like, you you can say whatever you want to say over there. That's cool. But if you pull up on my shit talking that shit, like, boy, like, you better be with the shit. You better be with the smoke. Because I got time today, cuz. (laughs) <laughs> I I agree. I, I I those first two right there. I have like a like a homogenized like com- combination too. I I one hundred percent agree, man. Cause it's like at a certain point you like when you meet someone, you talk to somebody. I always assess the situation. I'm like, yo, is this worth me wasting my breath? Do they know? Are they in the know? Or will they understand what I'm saying? And then when they don't, when they don't, I say. Like, I guess this is a Buddhist term. The conversation is moo. It's just not going anywhere. And it's like, it's like, it is. It's like, it it happens all the time. It doesn't matter what the subject is. If it's like, if it's like, if it's like a a person who's like out of touch and it it could be the lightest or heaviest thing or the lowest thing. And it's like, okay, they're talking about something. It's like, oh, I have something to bring to the conversation. And then then they're talking about it and they don't know what they're talking about. So, oh, they don't really care and they don't really understand. What does Lenny? What? Because because you've been kind of quiet. I'm sorry. I, I want to make sure you get in on this too. Like, no, what? it's okay. I agree that you should ignore ignorance. However, I I feel like you should only ignore people who choose to be ignorant, not people who are just ignorant. Because if we are not having conversations with people who are truly looking to change their frame of mind, if we're not changing our frame of mind ourselves then we won't ever see you know genuine change so i feel like there has to be i don't know what it is obviously but there's got to be something that is going to change people who want to change anyway yeah frame of mind because at the end of the day you look back 
a few hundred years ago, we weren't even people, you know? Yeah. We were fucking property. Um, you look back even with just women in general, black men got the right to vote before women. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, people can change, and I believe that people want to change and that people are, some people anyway, are genuinely, truly just are products of their environments. So, um, I agree with you when you say you foster positivity in your platform because that is creating an environment that will allow for people's minds to be open um, and changed if they want to. Um, But as far as getting to heavier issues like colorism, which when you look at it, it's an issue amongst black people because if a white person don't like somebody because they're dark skin or whatever, it's just racist. <laughs> but yeah. um, when you look at the issue of colorism, that is extremely deep rooted for generations and generations. And it's something that in terms of mass media is something being highlighted not only in, you know, white media, but in black media as well. If you even look at something as small as YouTube, the Z-list celebrities, <laughs> they are, black YouTube consists of, you know, colorist assholes, basically. And I feel like, how do we, people, or how do people who, um, have this ingrained in them that are not really accepting anyone that is not a part of their cookie cutter perceptions um, penetrate that to broaden people's minds. Well, like you gotta start from, like I said, within, man. You gotta, you gotta think, yo. We are within, no, though. No, no, we, we're us. No, I'm talking about <laughs> not you, not, not as a people, but like as an individual. <sighs> Like I said, man, sometimes, like, all it takes is just to think and try to rationalize, is this really rational, and what am I? Like, are you a racist? If you're a racist, just be like, yo, I'm a racist. Like, <laughs> just admit to it, you know? That's it, because, like, if, I, if I'm looking at a woman, and I'm like, yo, I don't like her, why? Is it because you don't like her face? No. It's because of her skin? Y- yeah. Okay, is, is that, like, a particular shade you like? Uh, no. Uh, do you hate that shade? Yeah. Then but you're why? racist. You're racist. You hate the shade. You you can like you can like dark skinned women. I like you. Like, I like dark skinned women. But you don't have to be like I hate this other one. You like I like light skinned women. But you don't have to say I hate this right. one. No you don't one's have to saying bring, don't you don't have, have to, a preference. You don't have to bring you don't have to right. bring hate into it. Like you gotta rationalize it. Like why am I so angry? Why? I mean, even <laughs> and, and let's just let's just look at this objectively, right? If George Clooney, which I haven't Googled or not, I, I don't know if he's racist or not, okay? <laughs> I don't know. But if he came out tomorrow and said, I got nothing but love for all of my alabaster queens, white women are just the most beautiful women on the face of the planet. Like, the backlash that he would receive <laughs> for that would be out of this world. So it's true. I think I think there's a thin line where it comes to, like, minority groups like I think there's things that in our society are just acceptable for us 
to say, like, we could say, yes, like, black women are beautiful. We love black women. And I believe that white white men can say, like, yes, black women are indeed beautiful. But if it's like, I'm telling you, the way social media goes, if it's motherfucking uh, John Stamos came out, was like, yeah, white girls are the baddest. Hey, like. They but if like, they oh, were that's oppressed, and that's but the, the difference is if they were oppressed, no. then they would be able to do that. If they were looked at as negatively if they were constantly being broken Mm -hmm. down and you're out crying because this is something that needs to be addressed that's different than saying you know white power Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) well i'm saying like no i feel like i i 100 agree with you detail and it shouldn't be the case man people should just let people love what they love and and if they ain't hating on anybody just let them love but they're gonna you're gonna get those people like they're, I'm not even, I, Gilbert I shit, Arenas. I, I, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not, I, I shit you not. The Rock literally went to the zoo with his. No, went to the aquarium with his oh, family. Yeah. And guess what? Everybody. It was nothing but love. He was just spending time with his family. You're going to get those people, and it shouldn't be that. It's like you. What happened? Oh, they're like, oh, the aquarium's bad. They're trapped there. Oh, you should be ashamed of yourself for supporting this type of thing. <laughs> Basically, animal activists came down hard on Dwayne the Rock Johnson for going to SeaWorld. What the heck? Exactly. That's hilarious. Like, Detail detail is absolutely right. And, like, and that whole mentality needs to die. That's why uh, I'm going to say this straight up. I do not like social justice warriors. They are hypocrites. They should just let people love what they love. If if George Clooney came out and said, "Yo, I love white women," da da da, and they should be that should be the case. Just leave it on. Like, yeah, good good on you, man. That's great. And they shouldn't be like, yeah, you're racist for liking only white. Women. That shouldn't be the case. Just let people love. If he if he said, "I like white women, but those Latinos are just scum of the earth," or some shit, or I love white women as long as they're European and not Italian, ugh, or something like that then yeah let them love that stuff but like but there will always be some outcriers if someone like if it was just Elba said yo I love me some uh, black women there's gonna, always gonna be someone's gonna be like yo but what about me <laughs> you know it's just, I feel like people should love and let love and like people should promote that like if you love something love it don't hate on other things you don't have to bring something down to elevate well, something people, else okay <laughs> I wonder I agree with D-Town. That would be, that would be bad. I do agree that you shouldn't bring bring anyone else down. It should be any, uh, what is it? It shouldn't be, uh, I lost my train of thought. An issue for you to say how you feel and uplift what you want to uplift? Oh, uh, well, there shouldn't be, uh, when it comes to things like loving something, there shouldn't be like a double standard. You should love, if you love black women, you should love black women. You shouldn't hate something else. There shouldn't be a double yeah. standard for that. Like we, I we should, agree. We should like erase that shit. Because if you start like saying "Yo, I hate" and bring a hate into it, you're always gonna generate more hate. Well, I think hate. that's the thing as well. It's not people saying "Oh," it's people specifically saying "I don't date dark skinned girls" or "I don't date not just dark skinned girls, black women in general," or black men because girls ain't you know excluded from this but <laughs> i agree but that's what, um, that's what details conversation going it's like is that a battle yeah. worth having like it's is like, it it's Maybe. like if you, if, you, if you don't date like well but why like, though is the question. no no that shouldn't be the question the question should be like if you don't date them that's your loss 
And it, it always baffled me whenever anyone said that. It's like, you could have, like, a, a soulmate or someone, like, could be just yeah. right for you for, if like, a different dating, race. If you're not dating black women, you're missing out on some of the best seasoned food. <laughs> you're missing out. I'm, 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 joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. They're, they're, but still, yeah. like, come on. But like, real I, talk, I, I though. You're missing I out, man. Imagine. I don't I know. Like, I think that... Um, it's not an issue that is anywhere neat being resolved because it's not being focused on. Um, I think that over time, though, with shit like Black Panther, with shit where they're incorporating more dark-skinned black women and black people in general into the mass media, we'll see some change. But, you know... The people that are the influencers, Hollywood, um, rappers, musicians, celebrities, and shit like that, they're going to pave the way because that's just what type of situation we're in nowadays. It's not just these activists, you know, it's these people with the platforms because Mm -hmm. their voices are being listened to. They are being idolized. And so if you're a person who you love is on some shit, Nine out of ten times, especially with these young kids, they're going to be on that same vibe. And so um, everybody with a platform, get your shit right because people are listening, people are following you, and um, you have influence. So be a good influence. You know what we need? What? We need another enlightenment movement. Really? Yeah. The, the the thing is, there's so That's many, what the X generation is going to provide. No, it's not. We need a movement where it is about positivity and not hate. And it's not going to be... It's not going to generate, like... That's what they're on, though. I do feel like the X generation is going to pave that way. Where? When you look at the... Where? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> because when you look at shit, like, look at... First of all, let's address the, uh, what is it called? The gay people. LGBTQIA. TQ. I. Okay. What the fuck is the I? Uh, Asexual? And intersexual? What? <laughs> I don't know what it stands for, but I know the more letters you know, the, the, the more respect you show for them. So right. Gay, bi, trans, and queer. Queer. I think that's it. Asexual. Asexual means nothing. I mean, that's that's a sexuality. (laughs) All right, so just add s in there too for the straight ones. Like, come on. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) anyway. LGBTQIA (laughs) plus. Yeah. No, I'm I'm being dead serious. What's the what for real? Anyway, I'm real views, ignorant to this guy. The views guys. of money does not reflect the views of <laughs> weekend. It's not a view. I don't give a fuck if you gay. I'm trying to make a point here. Uh, <laughs> Check this out. You're like that old grandpa. I was like, what? <laughs> I, I like, dead okay. ass thought that you were kidding that it was no. an IA+. Plus. Right. Anyway. So, listen, you look at how far they've come within the last 10 years. 
they are so much more widely accepted it's normal look at the integration to them in mass media the rights to marry you are part of that um and i support that but i feel like that's the type of shit that we need. They're assertive in what they wanted. They knew what they deserved. Mm-hmm. And they had people that backed them on, uh, in terms of politics, in terms of uh, uh, outcries of individuals, as well as, you know, celebrities. And that's why they were able to do that because right is right at the end of the day and if you're fighting in the proper way and taking the proper steps to correct something then it will be corrected well i i i I agree with being assertive but you gotta be assertive but also reasonable well that's what i'm saying is it reason unreasonable for me to say damn i'm not uglier than the next bitch because i'm darker no (laughs) <laughs> I'm not saying that that's the case, but sometimes uh, when like some some people will be like, "Yo, we we want we want this, we want that," but not but don't know like is that is that really what you want or is it uh, or, or is it this yes is, or that's is this, what I want or is this I don't way, want is this a- the way that you should go about it? Do you want? Okay, you can say, all right, I want uh, gay characters in this universe. I want this a trans character in this universe. But do you want them there, or do you want them to be good? Do you want them to be? Yeah. Do you want them to be a T'Challa, or do you want them to be a Black Lightning? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying like new Black Lightning, but like, hey, they're just as friend with Black Lightning and uh, Apache. It's like they're added there because you know you want them there. But they're not developed characters, you know? And and since we're on that subject, that's one of the tropes in Hollywood that I wish would die. Um, And if you guys get the chance, you you can look it up. It's called The Magical Negro. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Key and Pill did a sketch on that one. You see that one? Who did? Key and Pill, The Magical Negro. No, I didn't see it. Oh, look it up. I feel like, and I was talking to my wife about it, I felt like... The uh, what's that Denzel movie? The Exterminator One. The uh, Equalizer. Equalizer. Thank oh. you. The Equalizer. <laughs> yeah. The Equalizer One. It felt like even though he was the star, he was in there on some magical Negro shit because there really <laughs> wasn't no reason for him to go the lengths that he did over a chick that worked at a diner. Like that movie was literally like him trying to save a prostitute for no other reason than to save a prostitute. He had been out of work for like 30 years, ain't did nothing, but all of a sudden, like because he doesn't have anything go- to better to do in his life, he's like, uh, I think I think I'm going to go and save this white girl today. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much the whole movie. You don't want a token, you Did don't they, want uh, token characters, you just want them to be integrated normally. Did they at least have a relationship? Like, was he like nice to him and like gave him biscuits or something? I don't know. Uh, he went to Denzel went to that diner every day and every day he sat down and he had the same black cup of coffee (laughs) (laughs) my mom said that movie was good I I feel like I feel like they were trying to go for Gran Torino but ended up coming up short what Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it was a bad movie it was a great action movie but it was like if you look at the reasoning behind the character 
and what it was that he did. Mm-hmm. That it doesn't make sense why he took it. That like this cat was killing a whole army over just this one girl. This <laughs> one, and didn't even tap at the end of didn't even didn't even hit it. Like <laughs> you ready for that sequel though? <laughs> I know, right? Check this. I, I, I want to see the second one. I do. I, do. I have to see that. Wait, I still haven't seen it because I. For a long time, did not support Denzel Washington. Was it? Was it? Was it? Uh, was it more palpable than John Wick dog dying? John Wick. Oh. He was already like crazy. No, no. I, I feel. Have like, you seen John like Wick? I was feeling with Keanu Reeves. I seen the first half of John Wick, and I think, I think even then, there they they did. They displayed that there was an emotional attachment between him and the dog because his wife. that was the last thing that his yeah. wife had. Yeah, because there's like there's like sudden nuances, right? There's like sudden nuances. Yeah. So I was wondering if there was like any sudden nuances. Like she was at the shop and he was like, "I here you go, Mister Whatever. I made it Man, just." Man, that, that chick had been working at the shop for like six weeks. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, after seeing that cat for two of the weeks. She's like, hey, what's your name? Well, I'm, Den- I'm Denzel. I'm Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> you did a really good impression of him. <laughs> I- I'm gonna you, the key to any impression is if you limit it to three words, you sound really good. <laughs> but it was just, it, it, there was no reason. Like, he's seen her get smacked up by a pimp, and, and spoiler alert, he's like, I don't want to kill these pimps. I can kill these pimps, but I don't want to. So he goes and he tries to buy the girl. They take his money and he's like, well, you took my money. I can't have the girl. They're like, no, well, you can have her, but you can give her back to us after like a week. So he snaps and he kills all the people in this room. Yikes. All of them. Every last one of them. Like, for what reason? No reason. (laughs) That does sound kind of crazy. Yeah, but I mean, action movies aren't necessarily meant to be the most logical, but I'm like, when you watch it, it's like, all right, dude, it wasn't really no need. You're there for the uh, explosions and funs. Oh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you want, do you want a character there that is developed and that has more than them to just, I am the black guy, I'm the friend, yeah. I'm the I'm the teacher of you martial arts if you're Asian. I'm the, you know... Would you rather that or no representation at all? That's the question, the thing though, is, for both of you. I think my, my question would be, why can't we have both? You know what I mean? Um, we have, have, again, Black Panther develop, you know, although the original story of the Black Panther was... I don't know necessarily if the developer was white or black, but Brian Coogler directed a phenomenal movie about black people and about the experience, and he even uh, stayed in certain parts of the continent of Africa to understand African culture and to get and to make sure he got everything right. So I think that's an example of us being able to have both. Another example of having both is I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Insecure season. Three comes out tonight, and I'm really excited about that because it's a black woman oh, yeah. writing about her black experience in L.A. between dating guys and getting her life together. So I think it's possible to have both, but and sometimes it feels like a money grab. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Proud Mary was basically a cookie cutter action movie. 
but I feel a certain way about it because I'm like, that movie got dragged. Seriously <laughs> dragged. Did it? For, we saw it. Yeah. For what? But critics just said it was a flat movie. There were plot points that didn't make sense, et cetera, et cetera. But I feel like they dragged it because it was uh, Taraji P. Henson playing the role of I love a black her. mercenary, right? But if we swap Taraji P. Henson out with Scarlett Johansson, which fuck Scarlett Johansson all day, but if we did <laughs> swap her out with Skojo, then we have a box office hit. Then we have a movie that's getting nominated for all the Tonys, Oscars, Emmys, whatever. Like, then it's a phenomenal, polarizing, groundbreaking movie, and it's good to see a woman, a strong woman, playing a strong lead in an action movie. Like, there was none of that with Proud Mary, but I felt like just as ridiculous as The Equalizer was, just as ridiculous as The Expendables was, just as ridiculous as Crank and The Transporter were, so was Proud Mary. But it didn't receive the same fanfare that those movies received. And again, if we're having the conversation, I feel like it's because she was black, man. Um, That's it. I, I don't know. know that movie got a lot of hate. I don't know. I'm 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 I'm, I'm skeptical because uh, only because uh, things like what was it? Did did what was it? The Atomic Bond came out and that didn't do shit. Okay. Touche. Touche, young man. Because I'm uh, I'm like I'm thinking about Proud Mary. I, I we seen that in theaters and we we enjoyed the movie. Yeah, but, we but it. yo, Atomic Bomb didn't do like because even like Atomic Blonde had way better like publicity and that movie didn't do shit. Check this out, right? I think the issue here is. But Sony did fucked up when they didn't put uh, do give her that publicity that she needed though. So I think the thing about it is we know that um, there are. Shit's not fair for us, basically, is what we keep saying. Uh, to put it super simple, shit is not fair in life in general, but specifically for the black man and the black woman and the dark-skinned man and the dark-skinned woman, <laughs> it's particularly unfair. Um, and at the end of the day, guess who got to change it, guys? You. So change some shit. <laughs> let's let's make fair fair and let's make it for the right reasons. Yeah. Let's not fall into the trappings of those outcriers or what the what the media wants to portray just so they can get bad publicity brownie points. Yeah. So people love the drama, right? But they do. If the drama is oppressing a whole whatever and it's not just a black issue. It could be a fucking gay issue. It can be a woman's issue. It can be a black issue. Whatever. It could be a religious issue. You have to understand that people are just out here trying to live their fucking lives, make money, be happy, chase their dreams. And it's completely irrational to um, demonize and exclude entire groups of people off of no merit what it comes down to is you don't have to think dark-skinned people are or here's the thing dark-skinned people do not have to be your type right you don't have to date anyone that you don't want to date nor should you because it's going to be a toxic relationship 
However, to say that they are ugly off of uh, something that is ingrained in us to, I guess, uh, target a specific group of people as opposed to they're ugly because their face is unsymmetrical, their skin is uneven, and they got crooked teeth uh, <laughs> is completely unfair. It is. So reflect on your ideals and res reflect on um, what you believe in and try to um, use your influence, whatever influence you have. I don't care if you got just influence on your fucking uh, uh, five friends on Facebook. Use your influence to foster healthy uh, relationships and views of the world, really. I agree. I agree. Um, I think I am out of polarizing shit to say. <laughs> um but I will, I will say I enjoyed this conversation. I enjoyed chopping it up with you guys. I think we had a dialogue that's that's very necessary. Um, in closing, and I don't want to go too deep down the rabbit hole, but um, black excellence. Let's let's take a moment and, and just shout something out. Uh, I just want to end on a high note because I feel like we called out a lot of stuff and we pointed out a lot of stuff, but. As far as black excellence goes, within the past year, in any medium, right, in any form of media, what is something that's positive and black that you've seen? It could be a story, could be a show, could be a movie. We've talked heavily about Black Panther. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, first and foremost, I'd like to give a shout out to my main man, LeBron James. For opening okay. up a school, a school and basically giving people jobs and students a future, yo. Like, honestly. Really? Dude, like, here's. I, I didn't know about that. Yo, like I said, if I was like. You know? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. I gotta look that up. Yeah, if, if, if it was me, like I said, if I was like, yo, if I was a rich billionaire, like, actor or something, yo, like, he, he should do this, man. And he has done this. Like, he, he opened up a school. Uh, you guys should just get together and just give it all. Give some of that sh give, some, give some of that money back to the community, like LeBron James. Like, make yeah. that a movement, yo. Yo, I'm rich. What what do your community needs? What what do we need as a people? What do what do what do the poor and disenfranchised need? Where I came from, what do they need? And then give it back, like LeBron James. We should be more like him, man. Oh yeah, King James, man. <laughs> Lenny, Lenny, just to bring you up to speed and to give you the bullet points, LeBron James opened up a school uh, that gives the kids, of course, they get a free bicycle, they get a free helmet, they get free headphones, uh, they get free breakfast, and I think they get free lunch as well. Uh, they have a pantry for families that are struggling and, and need help with food. They have a GED and job placement program for parents that are struggling that need jobs and GEDs. Um, and then uh, the children that graduate from there, they have free tuition, or they, he pretty much takes care of their tuition through Akron College. So oh my goodness. Where the is school this is in Akron. Once you graduate oh. from that school, you don't have to worry about paying anything except for your books when you go to college. Wow. Yeah. 
good for him. That's beautiful. That is black excellence. And you know what? That's facts. You know what black excellence does? It fosters more excellence. And that's what LeBron James doing. He's he's wearing the little sprouts so they could become strong oaks in the future. And that's what wow. we should that's what we should do as a as like as a people, yo. If you get if you come up and you should just you should get back. back. You know, I, I we joke about how how corny Tyler Perry is from time to time. Yes, we do. <laughs> He's corny. His movies is not good. That good all the time. His first move was banging, but now he's getting kind of stale. But he do hire. <laughs> he's working on his television shows. He now. do. He do hire like within the community some unknown stars and put them on. So yes. like we like I said, when you come up, not just unknown stars. Like he finds, he helps people that be struggling. Like he does do a lot for the community, and um, he's a respectable guy. But um, for me, I'm not gonna really point out one thing in particular but what i have noticed and what i do commend is black people have more influence now than they ever have and i find that a lot of people a lot of celebrities in general are really starting to um focus their attention on um correcting some of these issues that we have and so i think this was the oscars or something there was a picture of like all of these black people it was like uh what's that guy's name the donald glover what's the guy that directed that movie we saw yesterday peel spike lee directed no the producer Key Peel, um, Peel, Jordan Peel, Jordan Peel, uh, Lupita, a whole bunch of the Black Panther actors, a whole bunch of other Black celebrities, all coming together, and um, they did like a big photo shoot. But they were also discussing the importance and the milestones that you know Black people have been accomplishing recently, and um, I hope that it's not something that is going to die down because right now it's building up and building up and building up but shit i know that social media and entertainment can be fickle but i look at people like uh ti who he's getting on my nerves with all this shit on his instagram i'd be having to take a step back (laughs) but like his advocating for the not just the issue in general, but targeted situations. I feel like no one is really getting in and working at the ground level like he is. So I guess in terms of that, despite all his shenanigans, what he's doing for the people is good. Okay. Um, you could, you guys crushed mine. I was uh, <laughs> LeBron James, T.I., and uh, various black influencers. Um, one of the things that I've seen in the past year, and I'm just going to keep it in the nerd space that I thought was really good and deserves a shout out. Um, I thought Black Lightning, the series on the CW, was really dope for what it was that they had to work with. Um, and the reason I wanted to shout it out is because there hasn't really been a TV adaptation, any live action adaptation, to my knowledge, of Black Lightning, right? Mm-hmm. But how they took it and implemented the black family experience into it, I thought was really important because they tackled uh, issues of police brutality, 
Um, I think they tackled issues of sexuality in there as well. I think his older daughter is a, a lesbian or bisexual. I'm not 100% sure. Um, they tackled the non-traditional family aspect of things where the, well, I'm sorry, non-traditional in the sense of that uh, the parents are divorced and separated. Nuclear. And just all of them coming together as a family, not only over like family things of course but like superpowers and shit like it's like it's like this is us with superpowers <laughs> but right. so i really enjoyed it and you know i i can't every time i look at the guy that plays black lightning i can't help but to see scooter from living single <laughs> uh khadijah's old boyfriend so i'll just be like yeah she she left scooter on reed and now he's a superhero you know you messed up khadijah but <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is, man. I thought it was a good show, and I can't wait for season two. And I hope that we see more stuff like that, more representation like that in just in entertainment in general. Like, I would love to see more stuff like that. I mean, they don't have a choice. I think that, and I know we keep bringing it back to Black Panther, but that shit made so much money. Let's get down to the facts. And they don't give a fuck about nothing but money. So, yeah. um, if catering to black people is going to drive their pockets and it's going to drive them to uh you know make more shit because it makes money because don't nobody spend more money in this nation than black people if you didn't know uh (laughs) so if catering to us is going to line their uh pockets then they're going to do that but in and they might not care about whatever impact it has, but that is going to also be another result from it. So, um, lining whoever's pockets, but at the same time getting um, what we need on the television, so that we can make strides towards, you know, what we need to. All right. Since you brought it up, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a shout out, yo, Maxine from Living Single. Oh yeah. Yo, and then when you said about Pam, yo, I was always a Pam guy. Same. <laughs> I was always I I thought Pam was like, yo, was man way more attractive to Gina, yo. Okay. <laughs> I ain't gonna okay. lie. I ain't gonna Pam lie. was funny. I don't know about more attractive or oh, not, but yo, she, she was, was definitely funny, more funny. And, she and she's like, definitely aging better than her because she looked just the same. I'm just saying, like, yo, Tatisha Campbell, yo. She, uh, she was hot then. She was hot now, yo. I was like, yo, Pam, whenever she came on, yo, you get Martin, you sexy. <laughs> Boy, you funny. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, uh, that is it for this. I know we were all over the place, guys. My bad. But I hope you got something out of um, this conversation. I know it's not what we normally do, but it's what I felt compelled to do. So deal with it. Uh, with that being said, we are going to get right into um, some plugs. So, where can we find you at D-Town and what you've been up to, what you're getting into? I know that uh, you got, I heard your song and I saw your video, man, it's so good. Anyway, you. start your plug. <laughs> Yo, my name is D-Town. Uh, you can catch me online at hip hop and anime vibes. One word on the Instagram things. Instagram. Stop saying. I have a habit of saying the and then social media, which makes me sound older than I am. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you 
catch me on Instagram or you can catch me on, again on Instagram or anything else at uh, executivedetail.com. That's Executive Detail for my Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm working on, I want to say this might be my final album. Final? Uh, I, I want to, listen, I, I know it's you guys' first time getting hip to me and you could, we came into contact for a month, but I've been doing this for like 15 years, man. And I'm like... I'm coming up with some dope stuff, but at the same time, I think I'm ready to transition in my life. I don't know yet. I don't yeah. Know yet. Maybe I, maybe I want to hang out and be ratchet for like seven more years. I don't know. Yet. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see once I complete this album. But um, you gonna yeah. uh, you're gonna uh, Jay Z it. It's your final album. <laughs> it's like if this isn't my final album, like the albums after this are definitely gonna be like washed dad references like, <laughs> like like verse is gonna start off like my knees hurt and it's about to rain uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool yeah um so what are you switching into are you gonna be uh i'm telling well i won't say it on here but i'll tell you in a second uh other than that what are you getting into um what are you had, thinking um, about switching gears into is what I'm saying, I guess. Personal goal. I've always wanted to do an anime. And I'll share this with you guys, okay? Um, I don't have a budget for the anime. <laughs> so, I said, okay, I don't have a budget for the anime. I'm going to do a manga. I can't draw. So, I'm like, okay, I don't have a skill set to be a manga. So Can you I write, found- though? Not only can I write, but my lovely wife has already wrote two novels and she's on her third. So I'm going to, my goal is to put together a light novel, have some success with the light novel, get that transitioned into a manga, and then from there work on an anime. So that's my 10-year goal. Nice. Is to uh, get an anime. What's your wife's books called? Uh, She goes by the name Phoenix, one word. She's got two books out now, one called Teach Me, the other called Anybody's Somebody. Anybody's Somebody is the the first one she wrote, and uh, Teach Me is the second one. Uh, They're both uh, adult erotic novels, erotica. They know. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Lenny's favorite. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) But I like both of them because they tell the story of black women in a very way that's in a way that's very easy to relate to and easy to grasp. Uh, she just does a really good job of fleshing the characters out, their motivations and reasons behind them. And she started those books when we first got together. She's had a couple book signings on that good stuff. I'm, I'm proud of my. Baby that's man. beautiful. Yes, is her stuff on what? So people can check it out if you into that kinky shit, guys. Hey, <laughs> it's on. You can purchase it on Amazon or anywhere that books are sold. Yes, the links are going to be below, hopefully. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely look out for that new album coming out. What's it called? Uh, it's going to be called 10,000 Hours, and I want to release it tentatively in October. Ah, uh, October 10th. Is that the release date? Uh, I got a pack. That might be yo, Lenny. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey now. That was the sound of my mind being blown because I hadn't thought that far ahead. Gave you a great idea. <laughs> cool. So make sure you look out for that. Also, if you like to be, if you would like to be immersed in a community of black nerds who love anime, definitely check out Hip Hop and Anime Vibes and buy some of his merch too. He got mugs and a shirt and shit like that and a hat. So if you want to be letting the world know that you love both hip hop and anime, check his shit out, man. It's awesome. If you're digging them vibes, get the merch. Hey, now. <laughs> I've got a story that I don't know if we, because we're wrapping it up here. No. Go ahead. I've got a, a story about the shirt that I bought for you guys, right? The One Punch Man shirt. I love that shirt. It's my favorite shirt, right? Thanks. Especially. <laughs> It, it says opi on it, and I like to wear it to work in professional settings. <laughs> they don't know it means titties. <laughs> so I'm at work, and it's it's you know keeping it professional, right? But I got my one punch. Walks up to me and goes, uh, is, "Is that is that Caillou on your shirt?" Oh, <laughs> so I already feel disrespect. <laughs> So I'm like, no, this is not Kai. <laughs> this is Saitama. This is One Punch Man. And I, and she goes, oh. And I see her gears turning. And then she's still talking. She's like, is that, is that truck fit? What in the world? I, I never felt so disrespected in my entire life. <laughs> And I was at work and tr- had to keep it professional, but I wanted to react. So, here on the Geek Beacon, I want to say this. Young lady, don't you ever disrespect me or the Geek Beacon on that level ever again. <laughs> Because when I see you, nothing but smoke for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, they still you make guys, clothes? huh? They still make clothes? I don't know. They probably they were selling in Macy's a while back, but hell no. Nah. That guy, he's not a good he's not a good influence on anybody. Oh no! Well, here's the thing. I don't know if you guys remember the song, but you know what the perception of truck fit is. Suck a dick for some earth. truck fit. <laughs> Yeah, never, never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you kind of messed up your whole brain. <laughs> yeah, like, nah, man. Yo. I never purposed it. But, side note, that's how they were paying Bow Wow when he was on Cash Money. They just paid him in truck fit. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Check this out, guys. Um, Our side timer shirt is popping. <laughs> It is. So if it you, is. So if you want to, if you want to get the final form of Caillou, apparently. <laughs> I know, right? Caillou, oh, when he grows up, he does have a yellow cape, though. This is super. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. <laughs> um. It's because it's like his, him and his like okay, his okay. Like when he say okay, like him and his not serious form. But anyway. I can kind of see Saitama and Kai. I've seen the references online of 
them being compared because their color scheme is the same. That's funny. But speaking of our shit. You can find us on most social media outlet as The Geek Vegan. That's Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr. We are also on uh, YouTube as The Geek Beacon. SoundCloud as The Geek Beacon. We're, uh, what is it? We're Geek Beacon 3 on Twitch. We're also going to be having our website up here within the next month. So you'll be able to hit us up on thegeekbeacon.com. So, fingers crossed. Other than that, that's it. Until next time. Lights out. Hey. You guys, I just wanted to hop back on here. Sorry for the background noise. My air conditioner's on. But just wanted to let you know that the music that you are listening to has been especially made for us. And you'll be hearing it throughout all of our other shit from now on by D-Town. <laughs> so make sure you hit him up and listen to his stuff as well if you like it he's obviously very talented um not only does he rap but he makes his own beats and everything so make sure you show him some love and go give him a follow and go give him a listen and everything like that all those links will be below and enjoy some of this new geek music courtesy of detail <laughs> bye <laughs>